0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a Member FDSE.
1: Joey Vitale views things a little differently. Just imagine how he looks at hockey. Whoa! This is The View from Vitale. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company. A proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor.
0: BK, you got BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. Happy to go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by Joey Vitale, blues analyst for 101 ESPN and Bally Sports Midwest. And this year for the holiday season, he gets to spend it, at least for a couple of days, down in sunny Florida. Joe, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today? Joey, Joey. Joey. <sighs> What's awesome. up, fellas? Doing good. Doing
1: good. How are you guys doing today?
0: Uh, doing all right. So let, let's talk a little bit about the Blues and what happened in that last game against Tampa Bay. I, I heard your comments post game, Joe. I thought it was really compelling uh, what you were saying about uh, hey, if, if this doesn't get turned around, you, maybe you see some of the guys that are just chomping at the bit to be able to get that next opportunity. Maybe you see some of that. It sounds like Sammy Blay might be put into the lineup after Hugh McGee was taken out. What'd you see from them that stood out in a negative way on Tuesday,
1: Joe? What happened there? You know, I think the uh, the biggest thing that we, we, when we saw a tale of two teams over the last two, uh, both times you fall behind in the game and then in both times you, you, you see different results. You know, Dallas Stars you fall down by two and I think the power play gets you a goal to get you right back into the mix. You know, let's flip it to the Tampa game. Was it something similar? I actually think it was. Even though they got blown out in that game 6-1, to they don't win that game. I think it's a matter of a bounce. I mean, you're down 2 nothing in that Tampa Bay game. What happens? You're killing a penalty, and your penalty kill does, again, what it's been doing all year. You get a scoring chance. Kevin Hayes gets a breakaway. He tries to slide it to the 5-4 of Vasilevsky. What happens if Vasilevsky makes a save? I mean, it's, I mean, to me, this is what hockey is. This is just its a bounce. It's, it's a life, it's a momentum jolt. You know, two games ago in Dallas, you're down by two, sod gets you a goal on the power play, what happens? You get life and all of a sudden you go off and you want to run, you win that game in overtime. You know, the other day versus Tampa, again, down by two, Killing a penalty, you get a breakaway, multiple opportunities to get it back within one, and the Blues don't convert. The goalie at the other end makes some big saves, and then the Blues find themselves chasing the rest of the game. So it's interesting as you look at both the games uh, recently under Drew Bannister, uh, both coming from behind, both in different fashions, and it really does come down to that one bounce.
0: Joe Drew talked a lot yesterday, following the practice, about compete and how he wants to see more of it. You played a long time in the NHL,
1: man. Compete isn't something that you can just teach players, is it? No, I mean this is something that's inherently got to be inside them, you know. And this is where you have to tool a roster accordingly, you know. And uh, let me give you an example about you know how do you 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 discover compete through years and years of grinding. And then the recognition of recognizing when you're at where you're at to appreciate it and know that you're going to do anything to stay there. You know, we see a lot of times with young players in the league and it's not necessarily the blues situation, but a lot of these anointed young players who are 18 years old, 19 years old, their first round draft picks, whether it be a Logan Cooley or Connor Bedard, and certainly they're, they're talented enough to be at the level, but the question mark becomes, do they lose a little bit of that competitiveness and the recognition of what it took to get to this level? Because quite frankly, guys, they just, they don't, they don't go through it, you know, and, and I'm going to flip it to the blue side. Now you look, look at players like Zachary bull look at a player like, you know, Dean Two young and willing players down there. They're going to be a part of this future. Now, why are they still in the minors? If you're a team that's at 500, you're calling up players like Mackenzie McEachern and human McGain. Clearly Dean and bull Duke are going to be more of the blues future than those two players. So the question becomes, why are they still in the minors and why aren't they getting NHL experience? Doug Armstrong is going to keep those players down there all year. And he's going to let them grow through the pains of it. He's going to let them grind and be on a bus and recognize how hard it is to make it at, at, at a pro level in the American hockey league and making what they make. And I think a part of that is just the process. You have to trust the process because if you have the process of being down there and grinding through things and understanding how hard and how difficult it can be, when they do get that opportunity, Alex, to play up in the national hockey league, they're going to make the most of it. And there's going to be this innate just competitiveness built within them because they knew how long and how hard it was to get there. And they're not going to want anyone to strip it away from them. So that's part of development. And I think that's part of the direction the Blues going and, and, and the direction they're going.
0: How do you develop that within the current group, Joe? Is is it possible to do so? Like, I I know yesterday it sounded like Drew Bannister, maybe you can shed some more light on this, had a competition drill at the very beginning of practice. That way they they have to immediately get into it as opposed to having the practice come to them the way that sometimes it feels like happens in the game. How do you develop that within this group of players? Because some of them are going to be here for the long haul.
1: Sure in the meantime bk and and the answer is it takes everybody and it takes everyone individually different times you know this is a very long season can you expect braden shen to step over the boards and do what he did in that chicago game every single game absolutely not can tyler tucker go up against a brady kachuk uh style of player and fight every single time no can jordan bennington stand on his head the way he stood on his head a lot of this year no we saw last game he's human he's going to have games he's going to have games where goals just slip by him. So what makes a great team is the team competitiveness, and you're going to need different individuals to step up at different times. And that that's what I've seen with championship teams. It's not always a star player. It's not always a goaltender. You know, look at that Blues championship team back in 2019. That team, Sunquist, and Barbashev line. that was a driving force down every single team's neck, uh, every series throughout the whole stretch. There was games where O'Reilly's scoring dried up. There was games where Biddington got yanked. I mean, Remember, he got yanked a couple times, especially in that Boston series. He was a little bit loosey. But other games, you had other players pick each other up. So I think it, from from this point moving forward from a blue standpoint, it's the internal competitiveness that you know that each player is going to have good nights and bad nights. And then when you sense that other players are having off nights, are you going to be the one who looked yourself in the mirror and said, hey, i got to be the guy to get it tonight? If you're a McKenzie McEachern, are you going to be a four-checker? Are you going to be a guy that scrums about? Gets to the front of that. Maybe maybe a goal goes off your knee pad to kind of jolt this team in the right direction. You know, if you're if you're Scott Prunovich, are you going to step over the board with, with some force and some confidence and, and shake things up on the power play? And maybe you get a first power play goal, or you set up a great backdoor tap-in to get the team some life, right? And then as you learn that more and more, the good thing about it is that the players that generally carry that competitiveness, they're all of a sudden on the bench, BK, and they're like, oh, hey, you know what? I don't necessarily need to be the guy tonight because I got help. Right? You need help. You need everyone pitching in. You need everyone to do it in different ways. And I think that's something the Blues are certainly still striving for right now.
0: Joe, final one for me. Bannister also talked a lot about how he's going to keep juggling up the lines until he finds line chemistry. We've seen a ton of different combinations. Has there been a line combination that stuck out to you that you say, you know what, those three need to stick together, other than Thomas Kyrou and Buchnavich
1: Yeah, I really like the Kevin Hayes line. You know, I like him with neighbors. You know, we we've seen it's more of that pair, I would say, than anything. Yeah. Shen's kind of subbed down there a little bit. Brandon Saad's been down there for the most part. But um, you know, when when Kevin Hayes is with Jake Neighbors and and Brandon Saad, there there is something great about that line. I think the two veterans of Hayes and Saad have been around the block multiple times. you uh, know, Saad's of course he's got the speed on the outside, he's very responsible, good in the D zone as well. Kevin Hayes is great on draws. You're gonna win a lot of face offs. They've won a lot of face offs, their puck possession's been good. And I think that of course with the youthful energy of Jake Nabors being hard on the forecheck, check, Kevin Hayes can kind of stick around to the weeds a little bit and be the high guy and, and puck protect very well. So that that's one line that I think has actually been probably the most consistent since Drew Banister's come up, even though they, the Robert Boards are the Robert Thomas line uh, has had some great moments, you know, including that Dallas game, no doubt. But I think from a consistent, you know, shift in, shift out, night in, night out basis, I'd have to actually point to that Kevin Hayes line. I think they've been terrific.
0: Hey, Joe, we appreciate the time as always, man. Uh, if we don't talk to you, we won't, actually, before Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and the family. We always uh, enjoy being able to have these chats throughout the course of the NHL season. Enjoy yourself down in uh, Miami. We'll talk with you again soon, my man.
1: That sounds good, fellas. You guys have a great Christmas as well, and we'll talk to you after the break.